Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Couch Potato Diary. My name is Peter Klein, coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. Clearwater Cleaning Solutions is a locally owned commercial and residential cleaning company who specializes in commercial cleaning from shared workspaces and commercial buildings to medical clinics, retail stores, production facilities, and high-rise building maintenance. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. Check me out online, social media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at primetimeklein, twitch.tv slash primetimepk. You can email the show couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. The music that you're listening to and listen to every day on this program is provided by Ways to Talent. Find them on Instagram at Tommy Fresh Music. A couple of things I want to touch on today. The, um, the the main, I guess, specific sports story will be the Calgary Flames. They win their 10th in a row yesterday. But I want to start the program off with the desire for change and uh, a few examples of different stages of that that we saw this weekend. Um, this weekend, we saw, I, I think, three stages of needs for change. And I'm going to start the show off in a way we don't often start a lot of shows. And that's with NASCAR. NASCAR had a real popularity boost in the, the early to mid-2000s. Networks were falling over themselves to get NASCAR on. At, at one point, and I think this might even still be the case, the, the, the season was divided up between three major networks to broadcast these races. And, like, basically what F1 has turned into now, only with... Uh, rather opposite appearing crowd, we'll say. It, it became a casual, or a, a part of casual sports lexicon. Like, you, people knew who Jimmy Johnson was. They knew who Jeff Gordon was. They knew who, who Dale Earnhardt Jr. was. But once, once things started to slip just a little bit, they decided to change everything. And look, the, the chase for the cup, I, I don't think was a bad idea. And I, I've said before, like, you look in golf with the, the, the FedEx Cup, I think it has completely overhauled the sport after the, the last major of the year. I think they have done a phenomenal job of instead of people paying attention four to six times a year, you've added an extra four onto the back end of that with the playoffs. And then I, I think it's added a little bit more intrigue to some of the, the, the secondary ones. So I, I think golf has done an amazing job of kind of making people pay attention to their tour. It also helps that there's like 15 guys who feel like they can win at any given time instead of like one or two. And I think that's made it a lot more fun. But with NASCAR, they, they try the chase for the cup and it like it wasn't perfect, but it was fine. And then again, year after year, they tweaked it and they changed it. And now the sport and the standings are essentially unrecognizable. The Daytona 500 was this weekend. Any of you watch it? Did anybody watch it? Did anyone pay attention to it? I had no idea it was on. And I, I just saw like a brief little thing. I couldn't even tell you who won. I don't even know who won the last five Daytona 500s. And that is like the biggest race in this sport. That This is a sport that like they're, they, they say a lot, their Super Bowl starts the year. They, they need the Daytona 500 to be big. And it just, it didn't work. They panicked and they changed things too quickly and then they couldn't stop changing and they changed their way right out of the casual sports fans' attention. This week, we also heard from the college football playoff that they won't be changing things for another few years despite calls for 8 and 12 team playoffs. For those who are unaware, the current format is the top four teams get into the playoffs. With an eight-team format, I believe it would, it would possibly be similar, but there would be a chance, well, with both 8 and 12, there would be a chance where conference winners get in and then there's a few at-large bids, whether it's 
three or six or whatever it would be. And I will admit, I'm a fan of expanding the playoffs. However, if we go just by the AP and the coaches polls, Utah finished 12th. Utah was 10 and four this year. And for college football, uh, for non-college football fans, that is um, the best way I could describe it is, eh, it's fine. No one's believing Utah was going to go into that national championship game and beat Georgia. And that's, again, what the, the point of this. Now you want schools to have an opportunity and yada, 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 but perhaps expanding it that far might be a bit detrimental to this. I just, I don't think Utah should be a team that's competing for a national championship this season. And I understand it would be a little bit different with different, like, conference champions and whatnot, but just, you get my point. There are a couple of things that could be tweaked with the college football playoff, and time will tell if it should be expanded. It probably will be expanded at some point, because you have five power, um, power five conferences putting this thing on, and only four playoff spots. At some point, with all due respect, the Pac-12 uh, 12 is probably going to be upset about being left out every year. And so it's a good thing, like eventually it will get changed, but it's a good thing now. So they're very much in don't mess with it territory, which brings us to the slam dunk contest. Aside from the outlier of 2016 in Toronto with Levine and Gordon, this is something that has needed a change for a while. I will admit right off the top here, I didn't watch it last night, or uh, th this weekend, and I I've watched the, the last few, but it's become less and less must-watch for me, but it's like, it's clear it isn't working, and they've tweaked a few things a little bit, but it's been a dead brand for a long time, and it'll get like a, just a quick boost of life support every couple of years when you get something like Gordon and Levine. It's something that has needed a change for a while, but they have held off from changing it for too long. It's one thing to say this needs to change, that needs to change. In 2022, with so many sports options out there and so many entertainment options out there, you want to stand out. And new and fresh stands out a whole lot more than, hey, tune into this thing that we've done the same way for the last 50 years. That doesn't always work. But change for change's sake can change the results but maybe not in the way you want it. On the flip side, sticking with the status quo because it's worked in the past also doesn't work. Like most things, there's no clear answer. And this is why the people who make millions of dollars on these decisions make those kinds of dollars because these are big money decisions. And you see with three gigantic sports brands, with NASCAR, with the college football playoff, and with the slam dunk contest, three different looks at the need for change, the desire for change, and I would suggest three vastly different outcomes based off of those decisions. Now, it was NBA All-Star Weekend. Again, I didn't watch NBA All-Star Saturday Night Live, and given the fallout from it, I'm probably not going to watch it at all. But it's very clear that the, the slam dunk contest was a big fat dud this year, and something needs to change. And I will admit, for the most part, I am a man without a plan on this. I, I think the, the obvious answer to me is this needs more star power. Uh, Rosillo and Jeff Van Gundy talked about it on Monday on Rosillo's podcast, that it became, for whatever reason, it became uncool for these guys to go into the dunk contest. And maybe it's just more fun to, to sit on the sidelines. And maybe, I don't know, like maybe you get to the parties a little bit later because you have to go and shower or whatever. Um, and maybe like a guy who finishes third in a dunk contest gets made fun of at the parties and that changes things. But like, you have these guys who go through a bit of embarrassment with the the NBA draft, uh, not the NBA draft, sorry, the NBA All-Star draft, with James Harden getting picked last. I can't imagine he was thrilled about getting picked last in that situation, but 
he he did it for the, the sake of entertainment. And it, it's tough to really entice these guys who are making $40 million to give it a go. I do think that because this, the, the All-Star game, the way it's set up, it does eventually get a little bit competitive. Like at the end, players start to to give a damn. And so I'm wondering, maybe like you have reps from both teams and the winning dunker gets like a five-point edge in the All-Star game or just something like that. I don't know if that's enough, but you, you desperately need a little bit of extra star power in this. Even... Even if you have stars that are missing dunks, it's still like a better TikTok clip or a better clip on Twitter if LeBron James is missing dunks than if Obi Toppin is missing dunks. You know, like it's just like, oh shit, oh, he came so close. Like just star power has an effect on these things. And I think the star power is desperately lacking from the slam dunk contest. And if they want any chance of saving it, I I think they desperately need... Uh, a few more of the star players to step up in a big-time way. The music that you hear on Couch Potato Diary is provided by Wasted Talent. You can find them on Instagram, at Wasted Talent, with X is where the A's would be. And you can find their producer on Instagram, at Tommy Fresh Music. The hottest team maybe in professional sports right now are the Calgary Flames, and... They've just won 10 in a row after a win on Family Day against the Winnipeg Jets. Also, quick shout out, nobody does the Family Day thing better than the Calgary Flames. They nailed it this year, as they have in in many years before. Uh, So just a quick shout out to the Flames organization for that. But just watching this Flames team develop this season. And I've joked about it before how I I watched 10 years of bad Calgary Flames hockey to now not be paying attention full time and not have it be my job and have this team just absolutely slaying on a night in night out basis. Uh, It's a little frustrating, but now like diving back into it and and really watching this team, there's a couple of things that I really take away from this team and really appreciate about how they play the sport. The first is that I, I love a team that can beat you in a number of different ways. I do think that A lot of times you say, well, we can play any different style of play. That's really a code for, yeah, we can't really do any style of play. Like we could, hey, look, we can lose by one to any type of team in the NHL. But I do think this is a Flames team that can be adaptable in those sorts of ways. If you want to play a speed game, Gaudreau, Manjapani, Coleman, those guys can kill you. If they want to play, if you want to play a grinded out game, Matthew Kachuk can definitely do that. Tyler DeFoley can score ugly. Milan Lucic can still play those types of games. They have guys on the blue line, Tanev, who can play those, those style of games. If you want to get into like a Wild West scoring shootout, all right, well, Lindholm and, um, you have Coleman, you have... Uh, Coleman hasn't played fantastic this year, but he's been better. Um, and, and you have Toffoli. If it's like a, a grinded out one goal game, then you have Markstrom in net. Like, this is just... It is a team that can beat you in so many different ways. But they also still have that identity they can fall back on. If things are getting a little bit out of control, you can... Okay, what do we do well? Oh, Daryl Sutter hockey. Okay, let's just battle. Let's turn this into a low event game. And... We'll, we'll win that way. So I like that there is that base that they can fall back on when things get a little bit sideways, but there is also avenues for this team to adapt. And I I just, I like this group a lot. Another thing that I, I noticed now with Toffoli on that third line, this team comes at you in waves. They are flying around and they got three lines that can get after you. And with Ruzichka, I've said before, that fourth line has taken a step. I like Ruzichka a lot. And I am... 
I'm really liking the way he has been playing and the, the way he's kind of transformed that fourth line. I'm not saying it's on the level of that third line, but it's just, it's a team that it's just, it feels when you're watching them, it feels like there are, they are a constant threat at all times because of how that top three can play. And then you have a goalie who is essentially on a season long heater. We've talked about it before. This is a legitimate contender, not just in the West, but I, I, I do legitimately believe this is a team that can compete for a Stanley Cup championship. I, I still think there are different tweaks that could be made. I would still like one more defenseman on this team. I, I think that the, the forward depth could use still a bit of improving, but I also understand that this is a team that has some uh, issues, salary cap-wise, that would make some of these things uh, a bit more difficult to, to, to do. On the opposite end of that game, the Winnipeg Jets are having a bit of a time right now. Uh, the Jets are now, let's see, seven points out of a playoff spot. They don't have any games in hand on on uh, they are uh, sorry on the, the Kings or on the Preds this is a team that just kind of feels out of it they've lost back-to-back -back games now um and they they take on the Dallas Stars coming up on Wednesday a team that's in front of them and a, a Stars team that's kind of on life support as well that is a huge game in the Western Conference I would be very interested if Winnipeg starts to kind of blow this thing up a little bit the the coach is already gone is it time to go in a different direction? They have a lot of pieces that would intrigue me greatly. Obviously, like Shifley is number one, and you've heard a couple of rumblings that maybe he's available, maybe he isn't. I still think there is an elite level hockey player in there. I have always loved Josh Morrissey's game, and it just it hasn't it hasn't progressed to that next level in Winnipeg yet. I wonder if there is a potential value there. I also think like a guy like Pionk, I think would be interesting. A guy like Nate Schmidt would be interesting. If Winnipeg decides to blow it up, they kind of remind me of the Indiana Pacers this off uh, this NBA uh, trade deadline season where you have a team that basically can single-handedly decide if the trade deadline is interesting or not. If Winnipeg just decides, fuck it, let's go, then all of a sudden, Winnipeg, and I'll say Dallas too, if Winnipeg and Dallas decide we're just blowing this thing up, I think that the trade deadline all of a sudden becomes really, really interesting in the NHL as we are uh, around a month away from that deadline. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to, to follow trade deadline season. All right, it's a bit of an abbreviated show. It was family day long weekend. So, um, and also like with NBA All-Star Weekend going on, there just wasn't a whole lot to, to get into, but shows will be a bit longer coming up. And again, uh, Twitch, I am on Twitch later on today, actually like almost at the exact time this podcast is coming out, I will be on twitch.tv slash primetime PK playing with the Flames all-time franchise. Again, trying to do the Twitch thing um, on a daily basis now. So at least during the weekdays. Anyway, so make sure you follow on there. If you have the means, a subscription helps your boy out quite a bit, but uh, just a follow would be awesome. And you can also give the gift of time during the month of February. Call in and book a residential cleaning for someone you love and get 14% off when you call into 403-274-3998. Mention you're phoning about the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions Valentine's promotion. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. You can email the show, CouchPotatoDiary at yahoo.com. The music you're listening to right now, provided by Wasted Talent. They have X's in their name where you think A's would go. So it's W-X-S-T-E-D-T-X-L-E-N-T. -E -E and you can find their producer on Instagram at Tommy Fresh 
Music. The other podcast I'm on, the General History Podcast, We Had No Idea, comes out every Wednesday morning. You can follow us on Instagram, We Had No Idea Podcast. All right, that's it for me for now. Talk to y'all later. I'm out.